All right, so let's start a conversation on part one of the productivity pivot. I don't know about you guys, but uh, this was gold. So I'm going to send it over to Chad and he can start mining for gold and let us know all the nuggets that he got. I'm, I'm full of dad puns today. We're good. Let's do this. <laughs> well, good morning, everybody. Happy month end. Um, super, super excited. I know we've got a lot going on today. A lot of people fighting for those final promotions. It's going to be awesome. So I thought this was really, really good. Just It was so practical this morning. So I'll just briefly touch on the, on the points because I'm sure you guys are going to some, some more detail. Um, uncertainty is the enemy of productivity. Um, she said, while it's easy to get wrapped up in what you don't know, get focused on what you do know. What do we know for sure? I think that's a, generally a great thing to do is always focus on the positive, what we're moving towards, what we want versus thinking about all the things happening that we don't want and that we can't control. Uh, focusing on those things that we can control is, is very helpful. And I think it just puts us in a, in a better state of mind, staying motivated and just understanding that motivation, it's, it's uh, something that we are responsible for our own motivation. We're, we're, it's not our upline or our team or anyone else out there. It has to come from within. So figuring out how we can stay motivated ourselves. And she talked about the different types of motivation, the, the dream boards and the 10 year motivation, the, the seeds that have been planted that, you know, you're not going to see the fruit of in 2020, it might be 2022 or 2025 and micro motivation and the daily, the weekly, the monthly. I've always loved when I first heard that um, before you go to bed today, already know what tomorrow is going to look like. I think it kind of starts there. It's just having a clear action and game plan. Otherwise, you just kind of arrive at the end of the day and you go, where did the day go if we don't have a, a specific plan? And then intermittent um, motivation that she talked about. And I love the, pu the puzzle analogy. And I think it's so true is that we are kind of going through life and then all of a sudden someone, we're putting the pieces together of the puzzle and, and someone just came in and, and flipped it all and the pieces got scattered all over the floor. And now it's just like, okay, where are they at? Let's put the pieces, the pieces back together focus focus is so so important know what you need to do um, set a time to do it focus requires time eliminating distractions you know it's it goes back to that thing where we can do anything but we can't do everything and if we try and do everything we end up very scattered and we get very little done so it's it's uh, there's a book called eat that frog and it's like figure out what you need to do knock out the most important things, prioritize first and get those, get those things done right away. Time is the ultimate currency. Um, and, and as you start to, at least for me, as I, I know when I was younger, I just felt like I had unlimited time. And as each year goes by, I realized that it's, it's less and less and less. I just put down 16 hours. Like today we have 16 hours, you know, basically right now, 16 hours before the end of the month to max out. And everyone today, and it works, is going to be maxing out today, right? We're going to be laser focused. Some people are going to be getting more done today than they've gotten done the last three days just because it's the, the last day of the month. So it's important to realize that we, uh, we can get a lot more done in a day than, than a lot of us think. When I served in the military, it always blew my mind that when everybody came together, sometimes we could get more done in a day than in a week and more in a week than in a month. And as we're going along in this business, I think of one girl in particular, her goal was to sign one person a day 
eventually she figured that out, started doing it. And then her goal was sign two people a day. And she worked out and eventually did it. And this month her goal was a hundred loyal customers. And I think last night she was at 98. So she's to three a day. If, if she would have thought three a day a year ago, she wouldn't have thought that was possible, but she's figured it out. And it's all these things we're talking about being motivated, having more focus, time management. And you know, the last thing I'll say is, is uh, I love how John Wooden's legacy and he passed it on to John Maxwell was make each day your masterpiece. And I love that word. I, I tell people all the, all the time, make it a great day because we have the choice when we wake up to determine what kind of day that we're going to have. And so I just wrote down here that um, if every day we laugh, we cry, we sweat and we smile, that's a pretty good day. That's a pretty good day. And at the end of the day, if you look in the mirror and you say, as far as it works, if you look in the mirror and you say, if my whole team did what I did today, would anyone have gotten any closer to their goals? And if you can say a yes and you put a string of yeses together, then you're going to feel so good about yourself. Everybody's going to be winning around you in your world and you're going to be on track to where you want to go. So uh, thanks, Joel, for introducing us to another amazing person with success. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got. I love that. If everyone on your team did what you did, would your team move forward today? That That's like super gold right there, Chad. All right, Tay, that's going to be a hard one to top, but uh, let's see what we got. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to top that one. Uh <laughs> Uh, so, so good. Uh, I think the first thing that I would just say is, uh, just listening to her, like, just be excited about what you do. You want to just be contagious that, you know, when people see you uh, on social media, like, you know, they don't care what you're selling. They just are in love with you. They're infatuated with you. Uh, and just understanding. I think that's one thing about my wife. Like she just, like, she can just be talking about anything, but she's excited about that thing. And I think that's what captures the person's uh, attention more than anything else because uh, they trust her at that point. They know if she's excited about it, if it's giving her that energy, then, you know, they want that same thing. So just be excited about your business. Be excited about where we are as a company and just, like, go off of that excitement. If you're not having a great month, like, look at everybody else who's having a great month and celebrate those people. Be excited for those people and just say, like, I'm glad I'm like, what I want is coming to me. It might not be in this season, but everybody else is winning. So I'm going to celebrate the wins with them. So uh, just be excited about uh, what you're doing. And I think the first thing that really stuck out to me is she went back to her childhood and how she started talking about how she fell in love with productivity. And she just talked about the cards and, you know, how the night before she would just write out things she wanted to get done the next day. And I think it goes back to what we've been saying for probably the last couple months is like that six list. You want to have that list of the income producing activities that you know that you need to get done. And the thing that I wrote down was uh, uh, don't build off emotions, build off habits and disciplines. Like these are the things that you know that you should do every single day for your business. So regardless of how you feel that day, you know, these things have to be done and make those the most important things so that you can get them done earlier in the day. You can set the time for however you want to get uh, those things done. So uh, that was the first thing that stuck out to me. Second thing she said was uh, make time work for you. And I would just say this is the last day of the month. So don't try this today. Wait till tomorrow to try this. Uh, but moving forward, like set those power hours to where you're going and you can actually be intentional. Like nobody joins this business to work 
all day long. Nobody joins this business to uh, just spend most of your day working and trying to, uh, you know, build, reach out to customers and uh, distributors. Hold on one second, okay, buddy? He wants me to read a book to him right now. <laughs> Hold on one second, now I'll read it. Uh, so I would just say, like, set those power hours where you're intentional about, you know, what you're doing. And if you don't have time for power hours, do those power half hours. Like, set that intentional time to where uh, maybe you don't just uh, go on a stroll for 30 minutes, but you're intentional about just get on and messaging people for 30 minutes. And then take a break. Do whatever you want to do. Then come back. And you're going to go and respond to those uh, people for those, those 30 minutes. So just be intentional about the things that you're doing during that time. And uh, the third thing she talked about when she started talking about motivation, and I love this because this has to come from within. Uh, and she said, let your dreams fuel your motivation. And I put in let your dreams and your why fuel your motivation because there's a lot of times you're going to wake up and you're not going to see the results that you want. But for me, it's always you have to figure out why did you join this company in the first place? You didn't join it because you wanted to sign lawyer customers that distributed. You joined it because you was in this desperate time in your life that you needed this business to work for you. So you have to let that be uh, your fear more than anything else. And I love that new term that she kind of said. She said micro-motivate. And I love that. That's celebrating the activities that leads to the wins. If you're not signing 50 customers in a month, celebrate the fact that you're doing 50 hoster posts. Celebrate the fact that you're reaching out to uh, 50, 100 new people every day. Celebrate those activities. And I think as you do that, as you get those small wins, it's going to allow you to continue to put the discipline over the emotions and you're going to continue to build your business because you're building from a place of joy. You're building from a business of I'm being productive. I'm doing the income producing activities that I know that I need to be doing. And I think that's going to set you up for that future success. And uh, just the last thing that I'll uh, share with you guys. And uh, she said, uh, she, when she talked about focus, you know, I, immediately I thought about the quote, uh, your focus forms your future. And like whatever you focus on, that's what grows. And uh, the fact that she said you have, and it took me back to our favorite book, It Takes What It Takes. Uh, she said, know what, know what you need to do and set a time to do it. Like for me, it's nowhere around. Ever since I heard that book, it was like, you can either make excuses or you can make this thing work. Like if you want to, if you want something to happen, then you have to go out and make that thing happen. So uh, I think at the end of the day, you just have to ask yourself, are you willing to pay the price for the thing that you want? If you're willing to pay that price, pay that price up front. If you're not willing to pay that price, then walk away from whatever thing that you want. So uh, you just have to ask yourself, is it worth investing my time and my energy into? And if it is, give it your time and your energy. Don't hold back. Like Chad said, John Wooden's favorite quote, make today your masterpiece. Make every day your masterpiece. Like every single day, you should give it 100% because tomorrow, you can't give it 99 today and expect to give it 101 tomorrow. You have to give it 100 every single day. So. Yeah, Donald Duck. You're right, buddy. Donald Duck, baby. So he that's our last word. Donald Duck, whatever that means to you guys. That's what we're sharing last. So uh that's what I had. There's just so much good today, man. Thank you guys for uh listening to this one. You do? He's gonna teach us how to do Donald Duck on the next productivity panel. So come back next time. <laughs> so good, Tay. It, you you've got a new speaker right there with you. So good. See? He's learning from you guys. That's right. He's going to be on stage next. So good. Guys, right there is living proof that your children will follow what you do, not just what you say. He's following Tay and becoming a great speaker. Guys, on Productivity Pivot, the one thing that I love that she said at the very beginning, everyone is in the same storm, just different boats. However, the same strategies can help everyone 
get that boat moving forward. Uh, her first tip obviously was focus on what you know. And the goal of that was to basically uh, reduce uncertainty piece by piece so that you can focus on what you can control. So when you focus on what you can control and not what's out of your control, you're able to rest and get more done. Uh, I, I like what she said about breaking things down into smaller goals. Guys, we talk about that all the time. We know that you're in the month end run right now. So you're in the last day of the month and things are crazy. But guess what? When we go through part two, it's going to be at the beginning of the month. So set that goal and then break it down by week. So if you know next month that you want to sign up four distributors and four customers, you need to break that down into one distributor a week and one customer a week. And then from there, you need to break that down into how many host of posts do I have to get out per day? And to get the host of posts out, the question is, is how many people do I have to ask to get the host of posts out? And to get to the how many people do I need to ask, you need to get to how many new people do I need to get into my network in order to get all of this started? So when you break things down by step by step by step, those are the things that you control. You can't control the results from it, but you can control the activity. So getting back to what Tay just said about finding the motivations, the micro motivations, reward the work, not the results. Because if you're just into rewarding the results, you may not always put in all of the work. If you've noticed, the people that love the grind are the ones that consistently become the most successful because they love the work of it. Uh, talking about the motivations, what I did is I looked up the seven motivations of a leader by John Maxwell. So I just wanted to share those with you really quick. Uh, the seven motivations of leaders is number one, purpose. Leaders want to do what they're created to do. Uh, number two was autonomy. Leaders want the freedom to control their lives. Motivation number three was relationships. Leaders want to do things with other people like them. Number four was progress. Leaders want to experience personal and professional growth. Number five is mastery. Leaders want to excel and become the best at what it is they do. Motivation number six for leaders is recognition. Leaders want others to appreciate the things that they are doing for their team. And then finally, the last motivation of all of them is money. Leaders want to be financially secure with what they're doing. So those are the seven motivations of leadership. And actually, that's from, uh, let me see, make sure I've got, give you the right book. Yeah, that's from John Maxwell's last book, The Leader's Greatest Return. Okay, back to my super notes for this one. Her tip number three was intermittent motivation, kind of like intermittent fasting, but with motivation. You know, many people go for sprints and we know with sprints, you can't sprint indefinitely. You will wear out. So your motivation is the same thing. When you're, when you're motivated, crush it. And if you're doing good and you still have that motivation, ask for that extra hour from yourself for the people around you so that you can stay within that motivation. Motivation, uh, I liken to uh, momentum. Like right now, the company is in great momentum. 
Do everything and anything you can right now. You should be doing it all. Crazy. Lots. Trying everything. You know, throwing everything against the wall and seeing what sticks. Throw a lot of stuff at the wall right now because this is where you find out what's going to work for you so that you can continue to take that motivation and go forward. It says, uh, run with it. Don't stop and don't give up on it because of the fact that when you capitalize on this energy, you can get as much done as you could in longer periods of time without the momentum. Um, then she goes into her, her focus steps. Focus step number one is know what you need to do. What is it that is the clear task that you need to focus on? This step is about really dictating with perfect clarity what you need to do to accomplish your goal. Focus step number two is schedule the time for you to focus on it. Guys, we talk about this all the time, the power of the half hour. Carve out 30 minutes to focus on something and then you can take a break and then focus another 30 minutes. You know, when you break things down into half hours, you, you stay in that momentum and that, that energy train because of the fact that you're able to focus in small blocks. Nobody can focus for eight hours a day. That's why people get home and they're burnt out. So if you can get those into smaller blocks, you'll have much better results. Focus step number three was eliminate distractions. And she starts off with an amazing disclaimer that most people think that it's impossible to manage distractions. And she said, your first priority is believing that you can. Guys, you can eliminate distractions. You can manage distractions. It may feel impossible, but you can do it. So start with believing that you can and you will find ways. That was one of the things that she said. If you believe you can, you will find the way to do it. And then her bonus talk was about time. And, and I've had this conversation quite a few times and I, I've put it out there. Time is the ultimate currency because you spend it no matter what. Nobody has control over spending time. It happens. You spend it whether you want to or not. And you can never get it back. So the question I ask you today is are you spending time or are you investing your time? The people that learn to invest their time get a reward and a harvest for the time that they use. Where people who spend time, they lose it and they never get it back. Guys, super excited about Productivity Pivots. Can't wait for you to come back, listen to part two. It's going to be amazing. We will see you guys again here next time. Make it a great day.